Hi, everyone. It's Kales, co-host of Novel Predictions here. I'm coming on before this episode to say that the audio in this episode is not very good. In fact, it's pretty much shit. We did our best trying to edit it, uh, but it's pretty much unsalvageable. So we are going to re-record this episode. We're going to just take our same words, download a transcript and uh, redo it for you. So it's a little bit more tolerable to listen to. That said, if you want to keep listening, go for it. More power to you. Uh, Just you've been warned ahead of time. Uh, So we just wanted to let you know and give you that heads up, but feel free to keep listening. Um, And if you want, you can also just skip this one and move on to the next book. So best of luck. Enjoy listening and keep making novel predictions. Hi, I'm Kales, and I'm rereading Strange Practice by Vivian Shaw. And I'm Allison, and I read it for the first time. Yeah, and we, we, we're we doing a review episode. Welcome to Novel Predictions, everybody. It's our first season two review. What? <laughs> That's wild. You know what? I finished the book yesterday. Oh, my God, really? Well, yeah, I was sick, girl. I didn't read anything while I was sick. Oh, that's right. I was sick. Like, go to urgent care sick. Um, And so I didn't read anything for a while and but i i was reading it again and i found that i got to about like chapter eight and i couldn't put it down i like read i like listened to the audiobook all day yesterday i was walking around barnes and noble because there were a few games on sale and and i was walking around and i was just listening to it and finishing it and it was so good so i i liked my reread very much um i am itching to hear what you think I'm slightly nervous. I know slightly spoilers that you did like. I did. I loved it. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> You're not on the review site. That will not be named. Um, I am not on. I am not on that review site. I give it to I did. I finished it last Wednesday. Yeah. Because um, we were close. Again, we were supposed to. We had like book club. We were supposed to meet up. But I got really, really ill. So. That threw my whole... Yeah, we weren't planning to record last week. I just couldn't stop reading. Oh! I read... Yeah, I was listening to it. I, I like, listened to it while I was home, mm-hmm. which is not typical for me. I, I tend to listen while I commute. Yeah, in the car. Because, you know, my kid wants my attention and stuff. How dare she? Oh, my gosh! How? What? I... She wants her mom? Yeah, so I, like, as soon as she went to bed, I was, like, listening to it. I really loved it. I think I did actually end up reading the last couple chapters just because there was some reason I w- didn't want to listen to it. And I was, like, I have to finish it. It gets really... I think it was, like, bed. Yeah. Was, like, I'm going to read it really fast because I don't want to... She also, like, jam-packs it in there. Those last, like, three chapters are, like, holy fuck, what just happened? You know? And... It's a lot. And you were right on some things. I was. You were you were spot on for a few of them. Others you were not. Yeah. But that's okay. I was actually, as I was rereading it, I was very impressed with some of your predictions. Like Varney. Yeah. I want to hear what your thoughts were about that burn and how that goes. Because it's not exactly a romance. They don't end up together at the end of the book. But there's Im- it's implied that she would be open to it mm-hmm. at the very end, like when they're on vacation. Yep. Um, but yeah, they're not together. Mm-mm. He's all like, I'm the worst. Melancholic. I'll never, <laughs> I'll never go for her because she's an innocent <laughs> human. 
and I'm a demon. Um, <laughs> Not a demon, a vampire. I know, but he feels like he's a demon. He does, yeah. Like, I'm a creature of hell. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's fast. <laughs> I feel like he was the flattest character. <laughs> it's because of his melancholy. Right, he's like, he's like, uh, well, the first half of the book, he's like, in- invalid, essentially. The second half of the book, he hates himself so much that he won't talk. I know. <laughs> and he like tries, he like says he's going to leave and leave them alone many times. And mm-hmm. it's like the only kind of dialogue from him that we get. And then him pining for and feeling inappropriate about it. Yeah. I'm kind of glad they didn't get together because I don't, he didn't, he didn't put enough of himself in the book for me to yeah. want them to be together. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing we know about him is he made a huge mistake by turning somebody like he has this, this shame complex yep. about turning a woman, however long ago that was. And he is attracted to Greta. Greta. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much all we got on his character. And he's incredibly self-loathing. Yes. Very self-loathing. Um, that's pretty much all we got. So I'm mm-hmm. glad we didn't establish a romantic relationship based on that. Nope. <laughs> Which I thought was actually pretty great in this because it's like there's two more books in the series. And while <laughs> yes, while they are episodic, it's more of like this book is the setup of like season one of Grey's Anatomy that you know that McDreamy and Grey are gonna end up together, but it takes like five seasons to get to that point. You know what I mean? Kate Daniels. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad they didn't get together. I'm glad that we did get his perspective. Yeah. So we can see that he's interested. Because if we didn't get his perspective, I don't think we would see it. Yeah. Book two. Is when they get together. No, book two is you get more of him. Oh, more person. Like, yeah, more more of who he is and his history. Because mm-hmm. I do feel like every other character was flushed out well well they all knew each other that was one thing that i found interesting about this time is that he was kind of the stranger and i was thinking as i was reading the book and remembering the rest of the series i was like oh yeah we learned so much more about varney later in the series like the characters do because the other four have known each other since greta and august were born yeah and and the other and foss and ruthven have known each other for millennia so it's just like Varney's the new figure in it. Yeah, um, he feels he, he feels that way himself. Yes, clearly he's like I don't belong here. Whatever. Yeah, but yeah. So I'm glad they didn't establish a romantic relationship based on what we know. Mm-hmm. I think I could get on board. More information pending. More information pending, and I'm like curious enough about how that would work in terms mm-hmm. of like is feeding a sexual thing for him. Yeah, she's not a virgin. Like we've established that she's been in relationships she's 34 mm-hmm. so he couldn't feed off of her without dying so like mm-hmm. the, these kind of facets of his vampirism yeah in relation to their relationship are very intriguing to me. yeah so the one thing i will say there's no sex in the books like no on page sex page, is there off page sex i cannot recall okay there is no on page sex in the books it's not romance it's very much mystery fantasy drama yeah they don't there's no sex on page not even like dresden files where he slips it in there every sixth book or some shit but no so it it it's something that you get more of him in book two they also each book is in a different city which is fun fun. um setting changes mm -hmm, which is super cool setting was a huge 
Uh-huh. Huge component of this book. Like, it was. If I had to make a library list with setting his character, I would put this book on it. I agree. Um, it it so much is a huge facet of this story and where these people come from and really sets tone. And the other two do that as well. Um, really for like what this adventure is gonna be. Um, and I know that we do spoilers here. We have spoilers welcome, but I am actually holding back knowing now that you're going to read the rest of the series a little bit more because I, I want to probably off mic, but I'm excited to hear what you think about the rest of the series. Cause like I might go back and reread them all now too. Cause I'm just like, Oh my God, I love these characters so much. Yeah. Speaking of characters, some of the things going back to some of your predictions. So the Varney one you got in terms of if there was going to be a romantic interest, it was going to be him. Yeah. Um, which it, is was is going to be <laughs> it's happened like i said will be him like I said. right exactly so like yes and um you were right on there um but the, some of the other characters um that you were surprised by um because we don't really talk a lot about their futures in the story we talked about greta's which i do want to get to plot and the mystery of it um but i, I want to just while we're talking about our gang here want to talk about the rest of them what surprised you about our other three males we'll say we'll we'll hold off on greta for a minute of ruthven august and fast i felt like august became maybe more prominent than i expected yeah that was kind of fun he kind of felt just like a little sidekick at first but he actually i mean he killed the he thing. he killed the thing he did the neville yep he did the, he did the neville he cut the head off the snake but Neville was a periphery too. So, and then it was like, pfft. and I liked like kind of his, I felt like he was kind of the audience a little bit in some yeah. actions, like pulling information out of fast. I loved that nobody had ever asked fast. I know. Because <laughs> it was like too rude, too rude, but August is just like, I don't care. Don't well, because he's an American. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's just like, mm, doesn't matter to me. Yep. Um, and then Fester's like, oh, I'm a demon. <laughs> Here's how heaven and hell work. Here's what magic is. <laughs> You're like, wow, this is incredibly relevant. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, so, and he's like, clearly it's not angelic. And everyone's like, how do you know? Why do you know that? Um, so I thought that his character, like, really propelled the building of the other characters. Yeah. Um, I was sad that not everyone's in love. I wanted someone in August to get together. No. Whether it was Ruthven or Fass. No. But I will I will be fine. Um one spoiler I will give you is Ruthven does find love. Okay. That's all I'll say. Okay. Well, yeah, I that was like I kind of felt like it was it felt like it was going that way at the beginning. Or mm-hmm. at least so there was attraction. Yeah. But I feel like we never talked about it again. No. Nope. Like once we got the initial like descriptions of yeah. each other. There was no other than Varney being like, she's so blah, 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 blah. I don't even, he's like so weird. I can't, okay, we can't talk about Varney. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about him later. Yeah. Um, I felt like we were all like, okay, now it's the Scooby gang. Yep. We're done. Mm-hmm. So um, that kind of made me sad. But I think he was really interesting. I loved his character. I loved how involved he really ended up being. Yeah. Because I did not anticipate it. It was pretty cool how like he as the human had to be the one to take down the supernatural creature, which is something that like I really love about this world is how she integrates the humanness of it, that it's not all just... Right, that they have just as much 
need an agency <laughs> yeah. for the monsters, right? Mm-hmm. Not like just food or whatever. Right. And it's not even like, you know, if you think of Twilight, for instance, Bella, one of the weird things about Bella is the fact that Edward can't read her mind, right? There's no weird thing about Greta in terms of there's no like she's just a doctor, right? She has knowledge. Exactly. That's people. right. That's Her it. Answers. But that's she's not chosen one special in some way. No. Nez is a mm-hmm. witch. Mm-hmm. A human witch. Yep, but a witch. But a witch. And Greta's not anything. Nope. She's just she's just a doctor. A doctor. Yeah. Which is Yeah. Um, which is one of the things I like about it is that it gives this idea of knowledge and science and passion and drive that is so prevalent and, and justice, which is so prevalent in Greta as a character, has as much weight as magic in the world. Right. And that these beings that have been living for hundreds of years don't just automatically outstrip her in terms of knowledge. Yep. That is a thing that reminded me of, um, well, it's like the antithesis of um Discovery of Witches, mm-hmm. where whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Dude, I didn't read that. I read that book forever ago as a part of this. Did, was it a part of this podcast? No, I think I just made you read it as a friend. Maybe. Maybe that was part of the onus. It could have been. I can't remember the whole list of that. The one thing I remember out of the onus was that you loved Breaking Sky. That was like my, I was pinnacle. Like I hit, a, you know, I found a book that Allison hadn't heard of that she loved. And I was just like, yes. Yeah, I'm trying to, I can't remember his name, but the vampire, yeah. the lead. He's been around forever and he knows freaking everything. He's a doctor. He's like, he's done a hu- all the schooling you can do. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he always knows best. Yeah. And I like that Greta knows best and is respected in that way. It wasn't, it's not like, okay, mm-hmm. girl, like, yeah, I've only been alive 30 years. Sit down. She is much more knowledgeable about the medical field physiology all of that than any of her companions yep. and they all recognize and acknowledge it the only one who's surprised by it is varney because he's new uh-huh. and he's like you're a doctor like one you're a woman two you're young whatever whatever and like he kind of grows to understand that she actually does know what she's doing yep and is incredibly good at it and listen <laughs> yeah no exactly i'm curious about your thoughts about fast and how that ended love him right with all my heart i know i love that he's like i used to be a demon but it's been a while (laughs) (laughs) i don't really fit in that body anymore i don't know there was like a regime change or something yeah um which is actually conflating my mind with the book i'm reading right now oh no (laughs) i loved his characterization as this like kind of crotchety man he's like ah i don't need a coat yeah (laughs) (laughs) i comforts for humans yeah who is also at the same time like a very powerful magical being. yeah like super powerful and has resources if he would reach out to them like Sam uh-huh. am coming and saving him at the end i loved that part because he was like i didn't call you and sam was like yeah you did you were just dying so you didn't you didn't pay attention yeah and i love it he's like how did you let it get this bad you should have just come home and gotten some resources and, and it's like, like you crotchety ass old man didn't ask for help <laughs> like, got a whole new body like because at the end, when he comes back, like the very last little bit yet, my assumption is he's not going to have COPD anymore. <laughs> you think? <laughs> you think? Yeah, I loved that. I loved the like kind of breadcrumb of his powers that we got. Yeah. It was, just, it was never this info dump of what he can or can't do. No. 
for us or his friends. Because I feel like he was like, I didn't think it was relevant. (laughs) Very British. (laughs) So British. Um, Yeah. So that was excellent. Um, I love Samael and the like little snippet we saw of him too. And I love that he's like, he comes back. The devil. He comes back. Yeah, he is. He's a devil. He's okay. So, God, I want to get into this world building and what you think of it. And if you have any questions about it, it's like an aspect of. Yeah. So what the idea is like, do you remember that Doctor Who episode? And I'm only bringing this up because I'm fucking rewatching it right now where they're in, they get on. It's Rose and, and David Tennant doctor. I know. Think way back. But they there's this like evil spirit language that the the TARDIS isn't translating that gets on their bodies and basically the doctor gets transported down into this pit and it's the devil right and the whole idea but the whole storyline they're not always calling him the devil and the doctor is very prevalent to be like no it's not just the devil that's one of the stories that's kind of the way that I relate it to in that in this world heaven and hell are kind of like two businesses that are in balance with each other but not competing with each other right they need each other to exist so they can't just like compete their achieved goal is balance and that notion has been interpreted in about 700 different ways so samael is the devil according to those who adhere to the christianity religion okay but to those who might look at other religions or those who might see him as a different figure he would be that figure um and he's like the head he's like the ceo of hell okay because he said something about that's the best way to describe it is he is the ceo of hell i can't remember what he said but he said something about like i don't know like it didn't sound like they all have it so you'll learn later that they all have like different departments like literally they all are in charge of and fast says it a lot he's like that wasn't my department like that wasn't my department he's like i did numbers you know and so really the idea of looking at them as corporations is a is a good thing because you get these different facets and like i said in the other books they'll explain it better and it's supposed to be kind of a mystery at this point um but so he is the devil and he isn't so yeah, I loved him. Mm-hmm. I loved you him. get more of him. I loved that he had love for fast. Yeah, you know? um, clearly, like beyond just a duty, mm-hmm. they clearly have a re- have had a relationship. Which is one of the things that's really nice about breaking down this idea of heaven and hell that she does in this world building of the loyalty, the care, the trust, the kindness that comes from both sides and not is really well done in my opinion no 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 so um yeah Gus was amazing i loved him i loved like how fatherly he felt to greta yeah uh literally filling a hole in her head right it's so sad that was such a sad scene when she stopped being able to feel him mm-hmm. and she thought it was her fault for turning off the power oh my gosh uh, it was heart-wrenching. Uh, attention. When he's like, oh, I felt the knife. He's like, I wasn't paying attention. I was just trying to save their souls. And oh, his death was oh, so good and so tragic and wonderful when he didn't die. <laughs> he was brought back. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, he was great. I loved that he was like, he felt very human. And I think that was purposeful because yeah. we've been on Earth for so long. Yeah. And he said something to the effect of like, 
I've been here for so long. Like, I don't even know what I would do in hell or whatever, like Mm -hmm. if I went back. So I love that. And then I want to touch on Rufin just a little bit. Yeah. Especially his philanthropic efforts at the end. He feels like the most British character. Oh, for sure. Because he feels almost like like (laughs) Gatsby-ish. A British Gatsby. A little bit. Uh Uh-huh. This, like, eccentric billionaire who is bored and so does crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You get more depth of him, too, in later books. And his love interest and all of that is very fun. Well, and he's clearly, like, like a jerk. Like, he's not just a person who has money and spends it. Like, cares deeply, like... And the fact that he let the ghouls in his basement... I was going to say, like, without thought, Greta was like, oh, Ruthen will let him. The ghouls stay. And the ghouls are ghoulish mm-hmm. they are wild looking mm-hmm. they just describe them very well but i love though that like the little baby has an ear infection and it's like it's very humanizing of like they drove us out and like and they will help and we're lock picks and we have to discuss in our language like it's still so good yeah how she establishes those societies so yeah it's i feel like the it's skillful writing mm-hmm. to be able to give us so much depth to these characters in such a concise way because the ghouls are not on page that long. No. Like they only have like maybe three scene stops. Right. And you get this real understanding of how their society works. Yep. And the like loyalty system they have and like all of this stuff. Like it's really kind of amazing. Even when you just meet the first ghoul, when she talks about him coming in and humbling himself for his antidepressants. Yeah. That's a huge indicator of what kind of character that is you know yeah so well i want to talk a little bit about the plot and that's where your predictions went a little awry it did uh yeah i have feelings i love the book but based on my predictions i still feel like (laughs) i still feel like the murders the two categories of murder yeah or attempted murder i guess in one realm like didn't i understand how they connected yeah I don't feel like that was as eloquently done as the rest. I agree. I do agree. And rereading it, I was like, oh, yeah, fuck. This is the clunky part. That's like the one clunk. Uh-huh. Which, which, the the thing I will say is I feel like this book would have been a thousand times better if there hadn't been the human rosary killings. If it had just been the murders, attacks on Supernatural. Yeah. I get maybe kind of why she did it story-wise and marketing-wise and intrigue and whatever, but I still felt like that once they, once Greta helped, which is one of my favorite fucking scenes ever of when she decides to help him in the church. Yeah. Ugh. It's like, ugh. It's like when, I always think about, um, one of the most powerful Grey's episodes to me is, and I, I don't, I used to watch that show. I don't anymore. I haven't for a real long fucking time, but one of the early episodes is when Bailey helps the Nazi, the guy with the swastika on his stomach and how they cut the swastika down the middle. But like that, that, that feels like that to me of like, I am going to help this person. Yeah. Because I have a duty to Uh how they feel. Yeah. Talk about just a moment of true character right there. But I feel like that ever since Steven was his name eventually that came into their lives and their interrogation and following him around and and putting the pieces together of what happened to him. I feel like that was enough of a mystery that we didn't need the rosary deaths, the rosary ripper. Yeah. And I, I, they explained why, right? Yeah. This 
proto-god being mm-hmm. living in this mercury lamp, which also was a very cool... Right. That was very cool. Right. Um, I was right about the possession. You were! I know, I was going to say that part. I was like, yeah, we need to talk about the exorcism and how Greta's anger just, like, incited an exorcism. <laughs> yeah, I was right about the, like, having an entity that possessed them. Yep, you were. Um, I, like, having myself on the methadone. Mm-hmm. So, my understanding from its little monologue right? basically that it fed on fear and discord. Yes. And so it had and it used the whatever tools, whatever systems of belief yes. it had in its available space yes. to create that. So it found this these people. They never explained how the light. No, they did not. Got- they did not. Yeah, that would have been nice, but. Like, what was he doing? Down there? I don't know. Um, it found this, this established little cult uh-huh. little baby cult uh-huh. and twisted their minds to do its bidding so then the ri- the rosary killings just incited fear and discord yes which it found yes and then it like saw an opportunity they also never explained where he got the knives yeah that's also annoying those things do frustrate me fair um it's an opportunity with those to create to kill monsters instead that i don't understand why it switched i guess so it was doing both the idea was it recognized that there was this other world right so oh, that it could do it could get like twice as much fear yes so the idea is that because the supernatural world was this is my understanding the supernatural world was hidden right when it discovered the knives and it figured out that part it was like oh it's not just humans i can disco i can fuck up i can fuck up vampires and witches and ghouls too in that sense because both murders created that discord why the the entity was able to create discord in the supernatural community was because the balance corporations weren't paying attention right. heaven and hell weren't paying attention if they had been paying attention if they had their local dude on the scene none of that would have happened i will be interested to hear your thoughts on where you think that corporation breakdown goes um because obviously something's fucked up there it was a supernatural entity but it had to find a way to create fear and discord to feed off of it right it used the beliefs of these men mm-hmm. from the seminary yeah to it initially just targeted prostitutes yep people mundane people who in a christian mindset especially a extreme christian mindset yeah would be seen- a catholic Right. Would, Catholic Christian mindset. Would be seen as dirty, dirty unholy, yep. Mm-hmm. Unredeemable. Yep. And then it was like, oh, vampires exist. Right. There are some things that would have made me buy it more. I think if the method of murder mm-hmm. had been at all consistent, fair. Because they were vastly different, understandably, because vampires are a lot stronger than yes. women walking on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, there were things that they talked about in. With the the like one body we saw, like eyes mm-hmm. taken, that I was like, that feels like something, and then it wasn't anything. Yeah, they didn't describe that the other bodies had been mutilated similarly of the women, so that felt like just felt like is like continuity issue. Yeah, and if I just pretended that the rosary murders weren't part of it, I thought it. That's what I ended up doing. Um, I actually gave this book a four out of five stars. And the reasoning for me is because five stars are really hard for me. And and the thing about this book is that what's hard is that it is 
slow at points. And I struggle sometimes with like the, I remember trying to get it started was hard for me. And there were points when I was reading it again, but then the ending, it just like picked up and I was all about it. And really it's like a 4.5 for me, even more than anything else for that reason. And and the fact though, that I want to go back and reread it and the fact that I love this world so much, like it could easily bump up even further for me. Like I said, the, the mystery part of it, not the strongest paranormal mystery I've ever read, but it was enough. And I'm like, I'm down. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I still buy it. So. The world and the characters make up for the, a little bit clumsy mm-hmm. mystery. Of, like, yeah. Yeah. It's like she started writing it about this, the same people, but like, didn't have this, didn't know how to bridge it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was a little bit hard for me. Like, I, I wonder if she like had to, <laughs> sometimes I just feel like this book should have been a hundred pages longer, which is not something I normally say about books, but with this, which is so rich and she's such a good writer that it was just like, you, I would have read another hundred pages to get some of these explanations to like, figure out where the the cavern was that the knives were hidden or or how johan john became founding of the you know what i mean like i would have read that shit and i would have bought what she was selling so too like if we had had one scene one more monologue from the entity Mm -hmm. talking about why why the method or or maybe one more mono more like tome talking about the method of killing that this old like 17th century cult did yeah something that like tied in the the method of murder for the the women yeah because that feels so disconnected from the story Uh other than and and like i said in the very beginning when greta's like oh this feels connected to this i was like no it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't feel connected to this at all no it doesn't just because he said that he was attacked by men in monks robes that was all it was and the rosaries. Right. So it's like, there's nothing. <laughs> if this was a cop procedural or even a Sherlock. Yeah, right. Like, it would not. There's no, like, similarity of mode. Have you seen Glass Onion? Yes. Okay. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's brilliant. No, it's just dumb. <laughs> no, it's just dumb. <laughs> right? That's what this feels like. Like, no, Greta, it's just dumb. <laughs> It's all connected. No, it's not. not. But it was. So yeah. I feel like that was like she just had to like pull one more string. Like one more string. I need it. Yeah. But, but that's okay. That, that look clunkiness, like we said, did not deter me from loving the characters, loving the setting. Yeah. Loving the world and therefore loving the world. Yeah. So essentially the, the second half of mystery, I'm on board. It was great. Yeah. Right. So later in the series, which I'm so glad you're gonna read. The mystery definitely dials down and the world building fantasy dials up. Okay. That's how that works. Um, There are still mysteries and it's more of like medical mysteries of like, why is everyone being sick? Yes. Um, Which is great. And then it's like fucking heaven and hell corporations are having a meltdown. What's happening? You know, it's awesome. And like I said, the other cities, you can tell she loves them. Again, you get Greta's just Greta's such a good character. (laughs) I, I, I'm hmm. it's fun going back and reading her origins to see where she goes, knowing now where her story goes. It's pretty dope. And her conviction is admirable, her knowledge and just it's great. Um, so I'm I'm so glad that you liked it. And I'm really glad I think this was a good like first book to read. 
Um, yes. Yeah. I also think that she, I, so we didn't really talk about Greta. Susan. Oh yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. Um, I loved her character. I think what I loved about her the most is that she wasn't a hero. No. <laughs> She's like, I'm a doctor. I'm going to stay in the house. She was like, I have to, she was like, I don't want you guys to be in more danger than I am, but I have to stay here because my patient is here. Yeah. And like when the guy attacks her, and she she does like try to get the knife. Like she's like, I have to get this because of like the medical, like we need to make sure mm-hmm. like, whatever's going on here. Her motivations are very, very pertinent and strong. Yeah. And then but then she's like freaked the fuck out. Like on and the- like faints and has a meltdown on that. Yeah. Right. Like she is not this person who is used to grand adventure and like she's like the fucking being in danger. She's the cleric in the D D group, and she's like Protect me. Right. Right. Um, And that's what they try and do. I loved that. Yeah. I loved that she wasn't this like all encompassing person that she could do everything. Nope. I love that the people in this world had roles that they fulfilled. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like hard drawn lines. Like she could be brave when she needed to be. She could take action when her friends were in danger, but she's not going to throw herself in front of people who are stronger than her for some weird like pride reason nope like she's like ruthven you can twist people's heads off so have fun bye yeah like, thanks for come protect me like and she would have stayed down there that entire adventure had they not been molotov cocktailed like and even still she was trying to get her patient out he had to like yell at her to go and like that it was there weren't a lot of like paragraph breaks. It was a lot of chunks and descriptions, but that one line of like Greta left or Greta went, I think it was the line. And it was like that even itself was so powerful of Greta finally making that decision of like, I have to let this patient go and I have to save myself and save the ghouls and get out of, you know, and, and this one life can't be yeah. more valuable than all the others. Right. And then her anger causing an exorcism, like, come on, that's so cool. Her sense of justice and sense of like, what's his name? You know, Oh, you are not this thing. Yep. Don't let it consume you. She feels more relatable that way, that she's not like some douchebag hero that has collected all the powers. And, and it's like 100%. And I also think like that scene, the exorcism, it feels out of character for her because in her other characterizations throughout the book, she's like loving and gentle with her parents. Which yeah. I love sometimes. Yep. But in this thing, she was so angry about the injustice of it taking his name that she was like, whatever you are right now is not my patient. Get out. Mm-hmm. That- she treated it as a disease. Yeah, it was awesome. yeah, it's pretty cool. And it we don't see a lot of female protagonists in books like this. And I, I sometimes wonder about how different that makes this. Like, this is a female MC that isn't prideful. She takes pride in her work. She takes pride in her loyalties and, you know, but she is not the most sociable person. She's not the most charismatic. She talks about the fact that she feels like she doesn't deserve her friends. And, and she's not going down into the sewers. She's like, no, I'm gonna hang back. I'm gonna stay in the car. Right. But not out of cowardice, out of a sense of duty of this is where I can be most helpful. And it's kind of refreshing. Yeah. And understanding her strengths. Yeah. And she has a human amount of strength. Mm-hmm. This like, hero's journey like herculean no like i have i'm good at everything type of strings right smart and brawny and whatever whatever yeah he has concrete valuable traits Mm -hmm. and she knows it it's not like well oh suddenly i can shoot a bow and arrow (laughs) how did i do that like 
Yeah. Which I love. I love that it's that's very realistic. It is. It's super cool. So well, yay, Greta Helsing. Yay, strange practice. I'm I'm so thrilled. And this, you know, it's a great introduction to season two of novel predictions. And and I like that this conversation was more about like the review and and it, I think it mimicked our first episode really well and that it's not the structured questions of like, what did you get wrong? It was like, well, what did you get wrong? But what did you also enjoy and what worked and what didn't? And and I think that it allowed us to point out some flaws in a good book, but also really celebrate some strengths of it. Yeah. And I think that the lack of explicit structured questions yeah. allowed us to spend more time in areas mm-hmm. of the book that we just really loved and like like setting i don't think we've ever talked about setting as much in yeah and i loved it i'm so uh i i want to tell you where the other books are but i'm not going to and i'm just gonna just wait and sit back so all right what 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 are you gonna have me read i see you're pulling up your phone there all right so it's my turn to predict and your turn to pick what are you gonna make me read so in the same vein of awesome female leads. Yes, let's do it. We're going to go with The Bone Season by Sharon. What is her name? Samantha Sharon. Oh, oh, I have never read that book. It's been on my list for a while. I think I read it like uh, seven years ago. That's like a high fantasy shit, isn't it? It's sci-fi. Really? Yeah. Why did I think it was fantasy? Probably because they shelve it in the same place. It's sci-fi. Yep. That's all you get. That's it. I mean, it's not okay. It's not like urban sci-fi, right? It's like hot. It's like Star Wars sci-fi in another world. Not like Queen of the Tearling. Like what? Red Queen of the Tearling. Oh god damn it! (laughs) Oh Um, god, that's right. That one is on our list. But I just see the problem is is that the future. Okay, the problem is I don't like Queen of the Tearling so much as I like the second and the third book. Um, it's future sci-fi again. It's been seven years since I read it. Um, there's aliens fuck okay and well that means i might have to change what i was gonna pick next for you but okay was it also aliens? <laughs> i was also gonna do aliens in april and i'm like well if she's gonna make me read aliens we'll wait on some aliens all right so, bone, season. bone season by samantha sharon and i need to get a copy punishment is that it's a series that's unfinished it's a seven book series there's only four books out why? Sorry, friend. Because I have to suffer too. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Because I thought it was a trilogy. I read all three books, and then I was like, yes. <laughs> and then I looked it up, and it's a seven book series. And she's being slow. Understandable. It's your life. Go off. You're also writing other books, but she's—I mean, she's allowed. I'm not mad that she's slow. I'm just mad that, like, why would I start this? Like, why are we doing this? All right. Well, we are reading uh, the Bone Season. Um, read the first twenty-ish percent. I'll figure out what. Yeah, she'll figure out what that is, and I will get a copy and read it. I'm I'm excited. Yay! Well, thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for reading Strange Practice. Let us know what you think of the book. We appreciate you guys. And I'm Kales. And I'm Allison. Keep making novel predictions. Bye. (laughs) 